0: Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for weight loss. I'm so excited that you are here. All right, so I'm gonna go there. Let's talk about the unseen world and weight loss. Now, this is a you know, this is one of those things where I kind of almost avoid talking about it because it just seems so, it seems so woo woo. Like I don't want to ever bow to the new age movement and, you know, just step into the space of just, I don't know, I, of, of the demonic realm and all of that. And anyhow, (laughs) let me get back on track a little bit. Huh? Um, but I want to talk to you about this today. Now, I this came about because I sat down this morning, and I'm not kidding you. If you want to know the secret to my success with weight loss, is I do the work every single day. This morning, I sat down, I opened up Facebook, I went to Today's Scripture and the Seekers Method, I wrote it down, I turned to the Bible, and I read it. And from that sprung this podcast episode. Now, when I woke up this morning, I had 0.0 intention to do a podcast episode because I did so many of them yesterday. Like the spirit was just using my mouth almost so much so that I didn't even remember what the podcast yesterday was about. (laughs) Harry's like, what did you record today? I'm like, I seriously don't even remember. Like it was that divinely orchestrated. Today, it's it's divinely orchestrated again. So I want to talk to you about the unseen world and weight loss because I don't see anybody else talking about it. I don't hear them talking about it, I should say. And it's a reality. It's a factor of my truth every single day. There isn't any component of God's word that is exempt from my life with food. So this morning I was reading Ephesians 6, 12 through 18 and this all just kind of divinely came to me. So I want to share with you how I stopped quitting and how I stopped sabotaging myself. Just give you a glimpse into this. I stopped all of that when I saw that I wasn't the only one against myself. Let that sink in. Might there be a minion or two of demons fighting against you, helping you To just really seek your comfort. The enemy was and he is against me on a daily basis in all the areas. He's here or at least one of his minions is here fighting against me daily. And I fight him where he exists spiritually every single day. I encourage you to just go there with me. To just recognize that what I'm sharing with you right now is not... A figment of my imagination. I am pulling this from the pages of the Bible. Ephesians 6 12 through 18 was my reading this morning. And immediately I was drawn to the fact that it says that we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but instead we're fighting against the enemy and evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And what I highlighted was that the word strategies is in this scripture. Let me read this. Let me look at this scripture. Where does it exactly say strategies? Put on the armor of God so that you might be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. And I saw that and I'm like, strategies? Oh my goodness. Strategies and schemes. Like the enemy has strategies and schemes. That's powerful. Your food is not exempt from this particular scripture. The flesh and blood enemies are Satan's demons. When we believe in Christ, these things, these beings become our enemies. These enemies, these demons have strategies and schemes, and they try every device to turn us away from God and back to sin, even in weight loss. So what schemes and strategies is the enemy using on you? I want you to really sit with this thought for a minute, that there is a world that you can't see. The Bible says that there are evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world that are scheming and strategizing against you. Do you really think that your food is exempt? Do you really think that There's any part of your life that is exempt. You know, are you dealing with laziness right now? Are you dealing with numbing out and escaping life and, you know, laying in bed extra long in the morning and just scrolling Facebook or Instagram? Um, Are you just constantly looking for an out because real life is too hard? Are you constantly tired? Are you, you know, waking up in the morning and just aimlessly processing through your day? Do you have a perpetual unplanned day? Are you undisciplined? Are you not? Here you go. Are you maybe not doing the Seeker's Method? Are you at the point where you're just kind of not like you might be tuning me out? (laughs) This happened to me. I paid a woman $500 to be my coach for weight loss. I don't even know how many years ago. This must have been about 12 years ago. I paid her $500 to be my coach and I ignored her. I mean, like I was just throwing money at weight loss. I figured if I paid money, I would be thin. No, the reality was, was I paid her money and I tuned her out. And I was in a state of perpetually failing every weekend. Does this resonate with you? I want to come over there right now. And I just want to shake you and say, I need you to wake up. I need you to wake up. I need you to pray. I need you to put on these goggles so that you can have eyes to see. Is there a possibility that the enemy is contributing to your flesh and he's helping to create an environment of comfort that gives you an environment where you have a life to do nothing but a sin nature you have this desire to do what you crave he's creating an environment of comfort comfort that gives life to a sin nature does any of this sound familiar We must never underestimate the power of sin and attempt to fight it in our own strength. Satan is the excuse maker. What excuses are you making and where do you need to employ spiritual warfare? Where do you need to recognize that if there's a spot in your life where you are confused about why you're doing certain things, that there's a possibility that you are dealing with a sin nature And the enemy is contributing to that particular area of your life. We all struggle. We all go through difficulties. But some of us give into the struggle. And some of us basically, metaphorically, have to go around the mountain 20 more times before we realize that we could have gotten out of our own way. This struggle is real. And this power within you is not exclusive just to you, okay? Paul, even in the book of Matthew, Matthew seven, I encourage you to read Matthew seven In Matthew seven, Paul talks about how there's another power within him. That is at war with his mind and the power makes me a slave to sin. Does that resonate with you? Because God declared an end to sin's control through Jesus. Have you activated this yet in your life? You don't have to be a slave to your sinful nature. We have, through our faith, the ability to no longer follow our sinful nature and instead to follow the spirit. You have no obligation to do what your sin nature urges you to do. I don't care how strong the urge is for the food. Those food urges are are a real feeling. Believe me, I know, I have them, (laughs) And, but it all starts with a thought or a suggestion or a habit and you have authority over your thoughts you have power and authority over that domain as humans we are all vulnerable to sin everything within us everything within is loyal to the old way of selfish selfish fleshly comfort comfortable living So when I say switching to the spirit for control, switch into it and to do that, I know it's hard. Switching to spiritual control is so hard because you might be in a position where you agree with the seeker's method. You want to do the seeker's method, but you don't do much or you might not do any of it. And as a result, we are painfully aware of our sin in our lives and even the ways that the enemy could be scheming and strategizing, or maybe you're not aware of the ways that the enemy is scheming and strategizing in your life. So if you might not be aware, because maybe you're not just giving into temptation, maybe you're just not doing the seeker's method and you're not being transformed or your mind is not being renewed, or you're not releasing the old patterns of this world. Let me ask you these questions and then see if the enemy is scheming and strategizing against you what would you like to do, but that you aren't doing? What, a, what every single day would you like to do? What's your ideal look like? Ideal day look like? But what is your reality? What does your day actually look like? So what would you like to do, but you aren't doing it? And why? If there's no logic, spend time focusing on this The enemy is acutely aware of your weaknesses. Are you? Are his attempts to keep you worshiping your comfort working? Are you busy with your earthly things so much that you're barely spending time with God? You might find yourself weak around food and it's because you're not spending time gaining strength in your time with God. If your world to God ratio is tilted more toward the world, then the enemy is present. I never thought the enemy could affect my food until I began to seek God on my own weight loss journey. And then I was absolutely shocked. It was like God gave me eyes to see and I could see the tricks that the enemy was using on my life on my food, the ways that he was going around my day and helping me to get stuck in the little nuances of this world, of this life, of my to-do list, of all of the things. And it was impacting my weight loss. Pray for God to awaken you to the ways that the enemy is attacking you. Even the indirect attacks. An indirect attack can be something not food specific, but also have it, it could be an area where you most are vulnerable. That's exactly how it was for me. I loved, loved, loved staying up late to watch TV and to have my me time, my alone time. And it kept me in excuse land from my time with God every single morning. It never failed. I was prioritizing my comfort and my desire for me time instead of my morning and doing the hard things and facing God and talking to him and spending time with him every morning. And it worked every single time. I, you know, and when I look back, I can see the indirect attacks on my life with my schedule, with my to-do list. My to-do list was more important to me than my spiritual life. I, you know, I it's not fun to admit, but that's just the truth. That's where I was. Laundry could easily be more essential than seeking God or even prepping my food. I could wake up in the morning and think, oh, if I just start a couple loads of laundry and then, you know, go sit down and read my Bible. Um, and then it would inevitably be, well, I started this load of laundry and now this laundry room is a mess. I've got to organize this. And oh my goodness, I forgot We have somebody coming over for dinner tonight. I got to get the chicken going in the crock pot. Um, You know, just whatever it was. Or, you know, I've got to start working on painting the trim in the kitchen. And then before I knew it, I didn't have any food prep for the week. You know, my to-do list would, would easily be more critically essential to me than seeking God. So, Assess and evaluate your life. The possibilities here of the ways that the enemy is tricky or your to-do list can be more of a value. The possibilities are endless. Look at your day. If you're not doing the work as a seeker, why? What do you, this is powerful, so lean into this question. What do you stand to gain if you do the work as a seeker and as being obedient to your meal plan? And then ask yourself, what do I stand to lose? So what do you stand to gain if you face the Seeker's Method and do the hard work? You stand to gain a renewed mind, finally stopping conforming to the pattern of perpetually seeking weight loss and quite possibly a transformed, transformed life, even above and beyond weight loss. It might lead you to what it is that God is willing for the next season in your life. And what do you stand to lose if you don't do it? I mean, you do you enjoy being stuck in a state of perpetually quitting? Do you enjoy being stuck in a state of perpetually being unable to just lose the belly fat already? Because that's where I was. There was so much that I could lose. If I didn't do the work, I would lose out on so much. I wouldn't be talking to you right now on this podcast if I just kept doing what was comfortable. Have a real talk with God. Have a real talk with yourself. And then get armed and start taking action in your life. It's going to be hard at first. But if you want change to happen, if you want to have a strong Christian life where you're not dominated <clears throat> by your sinful nature, but instead you're controlled by the Holy Spirit, then arm yourself and do hard things with God. Read Ephesians six twelve through 18. And then read Romans 7 and 8. Focus on the big picture right now. Being born again takes a moment of faith, but becoming like Christ is a lifelong process, even in weight loss.